0: Hello, and welcome to the Title Pending Podcast. I'm your host this and every week. My name is Willow. Excuse me. Uh, Happy Wednesday, April 29th. Um, Sorry, this is a little late. I was also recording a video for next week. I was redoing my room. I should have that up, hopefully, by Monday. Um, But we're gonna get into the podcast. And I, I did start filming this, or, like, recording this, and then, you know, couldn't figure out what I wanted to say. So, uh, starting over, we are talking about the term not like other girls. Um... My favorite example that's been on the internet is Curtis Connor's video on this, um, and how he pretty much acknowledges that he doesn't want to be, like, you know, a 20-something year old dude on the internet making fun of girls, um, but he does make some really good points about the societal pressure of that term, and, you know, like, how it's rooted in sexism and all that other stuff, so we're gonna talk about it. As someone who is really struggling with their gender lately- to the point where I changed my pronouns to they, them, because I don't want to think about it. <laughs> um, which, you know, here's me telling you guys that, people who don't know already, I go by they, them. Mostly, uh, she is fine, but I'd prefer if you made the effort to go by they, them. I'm testing the waters. I don't identify, I haven't, like, come out or anything. I'm just trying out the pronouns, making sure that that's what I want to do, and then figure out what, what to call myself after that. However, I was raised as a girl. And I, I still, you know, am a very feminine person. Plenty of the time. And then plenty of the time, I'm just not. At all. And I, you know, have a distaste for it. Um, so, you know, I'm just kind of wandering through life as a genderless blob, but we're, we're not going to talk about it. It's fine. It's okay. But I wanted to talk about the term and why... You know it's something I personally disagree with something I'm not the biggest fan of um just because of the implications of it so we're gonna start so when you're young in my case this is not true but when you're young in a lot of cases you are you know brought up a certain way depending on your assigned sex at birth if you're female you are raised as a girl you are raised you know Mostly with, you know, light colors and and very gentle, and then when you hit a certain age, you experience sexual harassment, and then you are a woman. Um, and then, (laughs) I, I wish I were kidding, but I'm not. Um, and then boys, or assigned male at birth, are raised as boys, and they are, you know, taught to be tough, and, you know, play with- with certain toys, like, you're not allowed to play with dolls, you're not allowed to paint your nails, You whatever, if you paint your nails, you're gay, if you play with dolls, you're gay, if you wear women's clothes, you're trans, all this other stupid shit, and then, you know, you don't experience any sort of trauma from anything, um, most of the time, in general, um, it's not expected of you, the same way it's expected of women, and we'll get into that in a second, but, if you do experience trauma, you become a more sensitive person. If you don't experience trauma, you know, maybe you're a good person, maybe you're not. I will well, honestly never know. Um, this podcast is not scripted, if you couldn't tell. I have a lot to say on this subject, and I, it's so hard to figure out a place to start. But we're gonna we're gonna start in the beginning. So I personally was a very girly child girly meaning the stereotypical, I liked pink, I dressed up all the time, I wore dresses all the time, I loved attention, I loved painting my nails and getting my hair done, even when I was little, and playing with makeup and, you know, having sleepovers with my my girlfriends until like third grade when I started getting bullied relentlessly by them. But overall, (laughs) I was a very quote-unquote girly girl. However, I also, you know, played soccer, I also... Loved climbing trees, and all my cousins were guys, and the, those were the boys that I would hang out with, and, you know, I, I liked getting dirty sometimes, and I really liked being outside, and, like, whatever, but there the there were other girls, and a lot of them were friends with me, um, who were, like, just into that. They were just into, like, playing with Nerf guns, and, you know, tree climbing, and getting dirty, and toy cars, and... Whatever. And this is like elementary school. This is before, like, oh, I hang out with guys because it's less drama. We're going to get into that too. Don't worry. This is going to be a long one. Um, But this is when we were kids and we would all, like, play with each other and, like, there was no problem with anybody, you know? But then it got to a point, like, in middle school where the girls who didn't, you know, see themselves as girly, and this is after, you know, growing out of playing with dolls. And in my case, I was on to Twilight, and, you know, that was, like, the girliest thing I was into, quote-unquote, because, like, we talked about this last week. Twilight was made famous by girls, and that's why it was so widely disapproved of in the media, besides it being just a bad movie, but, like, it was a huge franchise, and it made a lot of money, and it made a lot of money because of women, but it's whatever. So in middle school, I was super into Twilight, and, like, well, okay, no beginning of middle school, I was super into Twilight, and then I moved into, like, Paramore, and then I became emo, but, like, again, we're gonna, we're gonna get to that, but in, like, fifth grade, <laughs> I was, like, I had grown out of dolls, and I was, like, super into to other girly things, like, what was girly in middle school, man? I don't even remember. I liked pink, still, and that's something that everyone was expected to grow out of. You're not allowed to like pink in middle school in this case, so all these other girls in fifth grade who were still, like, you know, they would hang out with the guys, and, like, they wouldn't have any girlfriends, and they would separate themselves from girls who would, like, act like girls, quote-unquote, like, that was their, like, they saw themselves as superior to, and that continued as I, you know, grew up, and realized that this term, not like other girls, and I wanted that so badly, I didn't want to be like other girls, because, you know, I was getting bullied for being like other girls, I was getting bullied for being a girl. I was a weirdo so that probably had something to do with it but girls didn't like each other in middle school you know they were mean to each other and you know there's the whole conversation that bullying between girls also happens because of misogyny and sexism and i totally agree with that like women feel the need to beat down on each other because they want to be seen as more appealing towards men like who cares who cares about men not me you shouldn't either men listening you shouldn't either (laughs) but you know it's it's, in middle school it's unavoidable when your hormones are fucking everywhere and you just want to be seen as likable or you know nice whether it be towards your peers you know your teachers even like just you want to be seen as someone better or in my case that's what my case was so like i because of how i was raised and what i was into at the time anyway you know, transformed into the the crazy-looking shit show that you all know and love is me in seventh grade um, with bright red hair and, you know, split pants and rubber bracelets and just so much eyeliner. And I was, like, loud and, you know, I, I was very unapologetic and I wanted to... I don't think I was overcompensating at the time, but looking back... I see myself as doing the most to be seen as different because being a normal quote-unquote girl was frowned upon and you know looking back there were some quote-unquote normal girls and like they were like just having the time of their life like obviously your childhood has a lot to do with a bunch of other stuff like how you act is also dependent on your family and you know where you're raised I totally acknowledge that but there's also a lot that has to do with like your your sense of self I think and I think these girls were just so comfortable being girls and I just wasn't like like I wanted to like these things but I didn't see it as acceptable for myself at the time i I eventually grew out of that I grew out of that in high school, but i just i didn't want to be seen as girly anymore i I didn't care for it, so you know I pretended to hate pink um I didn't listen to any pop music anymore. I thought it was just you know girly and like not except like it was just not for me anymore and I just decided out of nowhere that I was not like other girls. <laughs> And I use that term regularly, um, especially in the days of Tumblr. And I feel as though I probably lost a lot of potential friends for that reason. Because I I projected myself as like, oh, I'm better than other girls. But why did I think I was better than other girls? Because I wasn't. There was nothing putting me in front of these girls. In fact, let's be honest, I was not a cute kid when I was like 13-14 years old so like I get it I, I get why boys also didn't like me boys didn't like me either um, because the the whole the whole here's the rub when you are are girly boys see you as girly they see you as oh she likes that that's girly like girls like this so we're not allowed to like this whatever but they also see you as a potential mate they see you as, you know, in a candidate. They did not see me as one. And I wanted them to. But they saw me as probably gay, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, but also seen as, like, not interested. And, like, because, you know, dating a boy is girly. Like, liking boys was a girly trait, believe it or not weird not even like bringing into like bringing sexuality into this but like there are femme lesbians there are women who dress like the quote-unquote regular straight girl and they are not attracted to men proof that women are no longer doing anything for men the the whole aesthetic of like getting ready and be like wearing lipstick and being very pretty and like whatever is seen as, like, oh, who are you trying to impress? Like, men? Like, no. I'm a lesbian. And I'm still wearing a dress. I'm not doing this for men. I'm doing this for me. But the girly, outer look is seen as, like, you're looking for men. So I didn't dress like that. So I seemed uninterested. And I was all, like, my personality was very, like, you know, I don't want to say aggressive, but it wasn't a feminine personality. I wasn't what men want women to be, which is light and frail and, and I wasn't, I was loud. I was obnoxious. I was, I thought I was funny. I don't know if I was, but I was all of these things that just were not attractive to men. So I didn't date in high school. Um, <laughs> I came out as a lesbian my junior year and then took it back after my senior year. And now I I just identify as bisexual, and I didn't, like, really come out after that. But, like, I thought I was gay for a year and a half because I wasn't, like, dating anybody. I didn't feel as though I was valid in liking men because I hadn't dated any in four years. My last boyfriend I broke up with when we were, I want to say, 15 And then I didn't date until I was 19. So, I pretty much went through high school entirely single. And then thought I was gay because I went through high school entirely single. That doesn't make any sense. Why did I think that way? I don't know. (laughs) And now, being 20 years old and, like, not being surrounded by people who are watching everybody's every move all the time, I, I realize now that I acted that way because I felt the need to explain myself to people I felt as though I was not valid in being interested in men or being a you know as the person I was who was someone who was not really typically attractive to men although now I am because you know confidence is also something very important that is taken away in high school but you know I didn't act as though I was interested in men, so I felt that I wasn't interested in men anymore, and I identified as gay. And, like, honestly, there were other factors, and I definitely, at the time, did not want a man to touch me at all. So, like, yeah. It was something I was testing out. And, you know, I wish I could identify as a lesbian. We all wish we didn't like men. That's the joke among us bisexuals. However, not the point I'm making. But being, you know not girly quote-unquote whatever makes you feel less valid as a person sometimes especially in high school in a time where I mean I went to a huge high school where cliques didn't really exist and if they did exist there were like cliques among cliques among cliques where they just got drowned out and no one was more important than anybody else like we all had our high school play but it doesn't matter so no one really paid attention to me no one knew who I was until senior year when I was out and had a shirt that said I Heart girls, and I was, like, you know, just vibing, doing my best. I was in a gender and identity class and people knew I was gay and all this other stuff and, you know, I just started getting called Mrs. Heisman senior year um, because I was a lesbian, which I had to look up what that meant, which means, like, I was rejecting men. I was doing the Heisman pose towards men. And, like, it wasn't the most offensive thing I could have been called, but I know it had cruel intentions. I was called that by the most of the football team uh my senior year for the spring semester and you know that eventually went away but um i realized that people were still paying attention to me in a way that i you know didn't want i never wore that shirt again i never you know mentioned my sexuality after that in class i mean everybody already knew but i didn't talk about it anymore i got shut down because presenting myself as the way i decided to present myself was just not acceptable To men, the football team—how stereotypical! Like small town high school is that. I didn't think anybody knew who I was. To put this into perspective, if you don't understand how big Lowell High School is, I my graduating class was about 900. We had out—we have our graduations at the Songus Arena in Lowell, which is where I saw my first concert. That holds—that venue holds about 6,000 people, and that venue was. Full the night of our graduation. I was on the same stage at all time low. Stood on, bitch. That's how big my high school is. No, I'm just kidding. Um, all time low. A day to remember. Pierce the veil. You know, what? don't worry about it. It's fine. Um, we have a big school. The entire population was about I want to say three thousand five hundred ish by the time I graduated. Um, maybe a little more than that, but it's a big school. And I didn't know these people because I was in a separate program for my, you know, big brain. So I was in big brain classes. And I was not in the same classes as these stupid football boys. This is where I get my last laugh here, okay? I did not peak in high school. But these boys, somehow, and I think I know how. Because, like, in my gender and identity class, my senior class president was in that class. So. And he's popular. He knows everybody. So. I can put two and two together. But that's just a theory. And if anybody from high school is listening to this podcast, I don't care. High school is over. I'm not starting drama with you. Because you don't exist to me anymore. (laughs) Anyway, clearly this is just a rant about high school now. Um, Even though I didn't think that my life was important or being watched by all these people, it somehow became a topic of conversation because I was doing something that wasn't, you know quote-unquote normal how many okay drink every time I say quote-unquote in this podcast Sienna if you're listening take a shot every time I say quote-unquote thank you or anybody else who wants to play (laughs) I just feel as though this is not something that should be important and it it is pushed on us as girls when we're kids that if we don't like certain things we are considered better than other girls and our real competition is other girls when we don't We should not be in competition with each other. We should have never been in competition with each other. We are supposed to be supportive of one another, and it is something so difficult to unlearn. Because the girl hate I see on the timeline, on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok, on whatever, your social media of choice is, there is so much oh, he likes this girl, this girl has a big butt and big boobs and shows a lot of skin and is super tan and blonde and blue eyes and whatever. And you see that, and then you're like, oh, my competition is blonde hair, blue eyed, big butts, tan girls. No! No, she is your friend. Your competition is the patriarchy! And not to turn this into some sort of feminist alter- whatever. Although, you know what? Fuck it if I do your competition is not other women. Your competition is the society that made you feel as though your competition is other women, you know? Your society that tells you you will survive longer if you are this way, this way, that way, this way, that way, instead of that way, this way, this way, that way, that way, that way, you know? And then you're like, what the fuck does that mean? And exactly, it will, you will never win. Because no matter what you do, you are wrong. If you like girly things, you're wrong. If you're not like other girls, you're wrong. You're not like other girls regardless. Because honestly, everything fits into the not like other girls category. If you go to that tag on Tumblr, or if you go to like, and it's like, if you watch Curtis Conner's video, pretty much tells you the different types of not like other girls, and how it's literally every type of girl. Because if you're a girl, you automatically lose. Welcome to the world, guys. Welcome to the modernized world where women are not allowed to be women without something being wrong with them. And the more I talk about it, the angrier I'm getting. But when you think about it, you really can't win if you're a girl. And that's, you know, that's just something that, like, we've all experienced as women or as females I hate that word, by the way, it's so dehumanizing. Because you're talking about like, okay, th- this is a little tangent, but if you're, you know, scrolling on Twitter and you see someone that says, okay, you got two options, you got, excuse me, wow, um, <laughs> hot girls with like, you know, full face of makeup but not like too much makeup, and then like nice combed beautiful hair and like curvy body but not like too curvy and curvy in the right places whatever and then you got females with like you know someone wearing a hoodie and a beanie and like a pair of sweatpants and then suddenly you're not a woman anymore you're just a female it's just you know you're no more than the species that you are you are not a woman you're not human You know, you're a female, you are to be studied, to be, oh god, I hate it. I hate it when men call women females. Only, like, especially if they're, like, only calling them females when they're unattracted to them. It's like, oh, I don't see you as attractive, therefore you are not human to me. You do not deserve any sort of humanization or respect because I don't think you are attractive. That's crazy. This whole podcast is just me hating men. And you know what? I stand by it. (laughs) almost, like, everything I've said in this podcast, I will 100% stand by for the rest of my life. Maybe I'll go back on a few things. None of the big stuff, though. This is something I have rooted my personality in. It just angers me so much when I am, when I see people being treated as less of people because they are not attractive to men. And that's what this whole thing is. If you are not attractive you are not like other girls in some way and it becomes like men don't like you because you're not like other girls or they like you because you're not like other girls and then men are attracted to you also based on sexism society is evil and it's hard it's a hard cycle to break we all are guilty of it but the best thing we can do is be aware of You know, when we see ourselves hating girls, ask yourself why. Now, do you dislike her because you know her and you don't like her personality, or do you dislike her because you're sexist? Do you dislike her because you see her as competition, and why do you see her as competition if that's the case? Ask yourself these questions, and I will also ask myself these questions, because I know I do it too, and I catch myself on it sometimes, and I'm like, that's really lame. I shouldn't be hating this girl because, you know, the boy I like is with her. I should be hating the boy. boys are stupid. And to any men listening to my podcast, if you think that this podcast is direct, like, hate towards you, you are probably part of the problem. But if you hear these and you're like, okay, I see a woman's struggles, I understand why, you know, this is, I maybe I be, might be more thoughtful when I say something about a woman or, you know, use the word female or whatever. To be a good ally to women, listen to women. That is all I can say. There's really nothing else you need to do besides listen and maybe use your privilege for good and help towards bettering society for women. Wow. Imagine that. Okay. This did not- was not supposed to be a whole feminist, like, soapbox extravaganza, but that's what it turned into. Um, shouts out to those who, like, hung out this long, though. I really appreciate it. Um, I don't know if it's working, but the last two episodes I've put sponsored segments in them. Um, let me know if that is, you know, distracting or bothers you. Um, I just wanted to test out the features on my site to see if I could work it. Um... I have a few more things in the works for you guys. I'm very excited. Um, Thank you guys for listening. If you have any other opinions, feel free to share them with me. Feel free to tweet me. Um, All my links will be in the descriptions. Um, Find me, Twitter and Instagram, or WillowFaith. And I'm going to read my Patreons now. Yay! Amanda Satterfield, Haley Park, Holly Rapkin, Max, Kat, Caitlin St. Louis, Lex Henderson, Mary Cabral, Molly. I hate doing this. Every time I do this, I feel like I'm saying her name wrong. S-E-N-I-A. Senia? Senia. Yeah. Shelby Church, Sophia, Tina, and my mother. Thank you guys so very, very much um, as always. And I'm working on a few more things for you guys to uh, make your Patreon experience um, more valuable and I'm very excited about it. So I will keep you guys in the loop about that. Uh, the rest of you, thank you guys so much for continuing listening. Um, I got tons of stuff going on I have my foam in my house now just gotta figure out how to figure like where to set up Um, I might end up recording in a closet but for right right now the fan with the white noise does block out the TV and all the background noise quite a bit Um, I have some video ideas working on those can't talk and I have you know a video to be edited for next week so things are happening uh, very slow going, still trying to figure out how to film my podcast. I have a USB mic and a USB camera though, so I don't know if that's going to work. I might get a splitter. We'll figure it out. I will figure it out and um, if you guys have any suggestions how to make this or, you know, my general, you know, if you have any ideas for videos, please feel free to share them with me because, um, you know, I'm trying to start that back up considering I might be in quarantine for another month um, and have a good rest of your week.